everyone, welcome back to a bonus episode from Tales from the Mine. I'm Marty. And I'm Lou. And I am GM2K. And this is going to be a shorter, hopefully, episode uh, because <laughs> we haven't gone through all of our data mining notes. We're just going to be focusing uh, pretty much on Hoentor. Uh, obviously, um, if if unless you've been living under a rock, you already know that Hoentor was a disaster. Um, and basically, we wanted to share uh, my experiences as I was I was obviously there, um, and we just wanted to talk about um, a f- obviously from a data mining perspective what we got right, what we got wrong, um, and. Uh, just talk about how Hoentor went and uh, technical issues, game design issues, event issues, um, and to try and be objective and say the things that went well, it's a very short list, Uh, but trying (laughs) to be objective. Uh, So uh, hopefully you have some earplugs. I might get a little shouty. I apologize in advance, but I guess you're normal. Everyone's used to that if they listen to this podcast. (laughs) Uh, and then we're going to end it with um, not anything to do with Hoentor, but to pile on to the good news. Uh, the Basically, the confirmation of the remote raid uh, leaks that happened a few weeks ago. So we're going to get into that uh, near the end of the episode, just as a little tack on. So, uh, yeah, let's get started with our fake news section. Yeah, so we've got a fair amount of this right in advance. Uh, first up, we know about all the habitats because they those texts were pushed crazy early back with the December Community Day stuff. Um, we also know about the primal surges from that one as well. Um, and then the quest like parrying up fire, water, etc., all that sort of thing. Uh, the countdown research as well was also in that same push. So yeah, we knew that was coming. Uh, and the rocket team up as well. Uh, they teased this, um, but we managed to report on the full details of how it would work and how they betray you because it's Team Rocket. Shocker, they betray you. Um <laughs> And then we knew they were going to be used as the new NPCs and show up in there. Um, and the rocket leaders being your appraisal for the day instead of the regular team leaders, which looked weird when I saw the screenshots, but uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, we also know about all the global event stuff as well. Um, with the, uh, they were pushed before Vegas, the Kekpoon appearances and Mega Ray being into that, but not actually being there. And then. The Antic announced the Pikachu forms before we found those ones. Uh, I'm not sure if they gave the actual images or just sold it to be Pikachus there. I can't remember now, but yeah. I thought it was... I don't think they showed the sprite, but I think they showed it in like... There was like a banner poster and you could see them like... It is part of like the grassy plains and then like jumping up and stuff. I yeah, thought... Probably, I might yeah. be wrong, but I think that's what I remember. And then because that mm-hmm. was the first time I remember seeing them. Yeah. Uh, we also know about all of the quests. So the Spinder quests, the Spooky Scramble... Evolving the primals, taking all the screenshots, uh, and the new master research for having 10 best buddies, the gold hoa medal, catching loads of other Pokemon from the other regions. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, there was also, also a quest, quest for having. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, I was, I was just trying to help you out. Yeah, having a quest for a single best buddy as well when they push the 10 best buddy. So. We were just saying in the Discord the other day, I wonder if they fucked up and because the Vegas is supposed to be shorter. And I wonder mm. if the Vegas research was supposed to be one best buddy and the global is supposed to be 10 and they fucked up and they gave everyone the 10. Um, yeah. Or they thought it was too much of a disparity. Yeah. I but, mean, yeah. But the difference between one and 10 is huge. Yeah. I, I don't know that I'm ever going to get to 10. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you have now? One. <laughs> oh fuck yeah you're fucked yeah. what about you GM? I have 15 so I'm set 
Uh, oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Should I trade some to me? Fine. Come and visit me or pay for me to visit you. <laughs> uh, and then other research that we haven't seen yet involves getting like a Pokemon, having seven days of research and catching a thousand Pokemon. Um, we've seen the buddy interaction stuff, but I haven't seen those ones pop up yet. And we'll get those as people do the buddy interaction ones over the next sort of week. Isn't there a um, buddy heart for 20 days in a row or something? So we're going to be a while before we That's... see the next lot? Yeah, is it 20 days or is it 14 days? I don't remember. I Maybe I, 20 we already, we, we already saw it because people have been doing the research already because the research is already live for some reason as well, which is a bit weird. If you buy a ticket, you get it straight away. Which yeah, and which to, to be fair, they we did like the the event text when they pushed the text for this we i remember making fun of it because it started like a week or whatever it is before hoentor started and they're like why are you mm. getting this research and so i i it's i think it's dumb that it started before hoentor um but i wasn't surprised cuz i remember the the text were was pushed yeah. stupidly um but yeah. not everyone reads the text obviously <laughs> yeah yeah page two is yeah 10 mess buddies and, and a hobby buddy 20 days in a row so yeah we're 20 days away from knowing what it is yeah that means there's at least two time gates in that because there's the 20 hearts and then there's and the seven, seven days, days of research re yeah like has they they haven't done two time gates like this but they've always had like time gates in these masterwork researches but like it's been one time gate, right? As far as I know, yeah. yeah. And this time they're like, let's let's pile it on. Yeah, that's pretty fucking shit. Well, who doesn't love time gates, <laughs> really? Come on. It just encourages you to come back yeah. and potentially spend more money on the game. Mm. Anyway, continuing on with our fake news section. Um, we knew about Latios and Latias with the sp same special forms as they did with the Johto Beasts, those underscore S forms. Um, we knew about the stickers. No, Niantic did announce the stickers, um, but they didn't show them off until after we reported them. Uh, there's new clothing, of course, and we knew about the Kecleon bag for a while. Um, and other than the shirt, Niantic didn't announce these before they were pushed. Uh, there were new badges, and we knew about them before they were shown off. And we obviously knew about the primals. We've been talking about them for a long time, um, ever since Megas were first added, so that's a while now. Uh, assets and stats were pushed, including the icons for Primal Energy, CP icons, Primal Raids, all that. Um, primal Raid icons were first shown off on the blog. Uh, interestingly, the stats don't have the 9% nerf. They've got a 3% nerf. Um, Niantic, of course, haven't acknowledged this, because why would they? So we have to assume at this point <laughs> that it's correct, because they also haven't fixed it, and it's now been long enough that... They would have, surely. But at the same time, it doesn't matter when they fix it, because it's not like it's a base form, so it affects Pokemon you have in your storage. That is true. I was just thinking that, yeah, like, they it, they could just change this whenever they want, and, like, at worst comes, you get fucked for the next eight hours if you just make it evolve hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, but after that, it's, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe their thinking is, for the event, we'll have a 3% nerf, and then normally it'll go back to... 9%? I don't know, but because, of course, they don't communicate any of this, we just have to sit here and guess. That would really suck, because which I'll I'll get more into when I get into the, the, the ranty bits, but the raids suck to do. Like, technical issues aside, like, they are hard. Mm. Like, 
even I mean, and granted, most people were not using proper counters, but like twenty person lobbies still took like half the time to take down a Groudon. Mm -hmm. That sounds like fun. Or sorry, Kyogre. Groudon was a little bit better because it was double weak, but um, Kyogre took half the time. Sorry, that's what I'm thinking of. It was just, it was just a slog. Like this is just this isn't a challenge. It's just annoying. Mm. But anyway, Um, do we know? um, Well, have we tested yet? If it is. The bonus is only while it's in your active mega. It's this, yeah. It's the same as regular mega. So like they they, yeah. they said so the blog the wording like, in the blog yeah. was just weird. Well, and it was just straight up wrong because it said it had to be your buddy, which your buddy had nothing to do with it. Mm. So I, I I it's just straight up mm-hmm. lying. <laughs> so I don't know what that was about. I don't know if that's what <laughs> it was supposed to be or if that was their earlier indication. But yeah, no. Like I I mega evolved one, and you get the you get the bonuses. What's dumb though is it doesn't show up unless it was bugged and I didn't see it because it's not very reliable to begin with. The you know how you, when someone else has a pro, or has a mega in uh, the raid, there's like a an icon next to the fr- the, mm-hmm. the the the, lobby, yeah, and the the little glowy ca- rainbow effect. Yeah, exactly. So like I saw like I would see the text that's like Primal Kyogre has entered the raid, um, and then it would like list the the, the three bonuses, but then like the mega icon or like a primal icon didn't appear next to it. So like, and I don't remember my charge buttons lighting up like a mega. So like there was uh, no actual indication I was boosted. I don't think. I mean, that's um, just it could have been anyway. So yeah, I mean, it's buggy to begin with. And so it might've just been mm-hmm. buggy in general, but like the mega icon was showing up when like someone would bring in a mega. Um, so I don't know. It, it It's not clear when you get the bonuses, unless you read the spam of text mm-hmm. that, vomits at the beginning of a raid yeah anyway sorry that's okay um we've also had something called exclusive primal raids but we still don't know what they're for um i really hope they're not what they sound like to be honest (laughs) but they will be (laughs) (laughs) um the the location cards special background mementos whatever you want to call this system because niantic have changed the name four times so you know, that, that's the point they have to focus on, the name, not the actual implementation of anything. Um, we, we can just refer to it as shitty background image. Yeah. Yeah, yeah basically, shitty stock background image. Yeah. We, knew, we knew they pushed the background for Vegas, but we didn't know what it was for at the time. And it turns out that Vegas background was for the location card. And it's literally all it is. You just get the random chance of getting one from a raid, and you get a little swipe animation after the catch, and it just changes to the stock Vegas photo. It's like... That's a lot of effort of name changing for not a lot of effort into the actual feature. <laughs> and like, who cares? Mm. Like, especially because it's only for raids and it was a ra- So A, it was only for raids and it was a random chance for raids. So like, I heard people complaining that they like, I haven't got a, like one of these new special bats. I actually legitimately don't remember what it's actually called because it's changed names <laughs> so many times. Is it, I think it's location I card because I think the search so. filter is location card. Yeah, I think, okay. I think so. Because in my mind, called it Memento on the blog at some point as well. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just like the fucking ridiculous. And so because I, I think the the search filter is location cards, and I think out of all these dumb names, location card is the worst because it's not a card. It's mm. if anything, it's a, a special background is the most accurate. Mm. But yeah. it does the same thing that like megas do, where they like they fade in and then fade out, and so. If you're swiping through a bunch of Pokemon, there is a very high chance that you won't see the location card. And there's no other indication mm. that it's, you know, a location card, 
Pokemon because like it'll like fade out and then you swipe and then it's just like Kyogre. And so you can only get it on Groudon and Ky- Well, sorry, I didn't do any other raids. I'm assuming it would have worked for other raids, but like I don't know why you would have done Deoxys raids unless you're a psychopath. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I like they spawned a lot, and I was like, I'm not doing this. Mm. Um, and oh, so they are called location I, cards on their blog post. Okay. Bad name, really bad name. Mm-hmm. Um, and Do actually, they show the up on the catch check. card if you produce a catch card. Uh, let me see. Um, you keep talking while I boot the game up for the first time today. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it feels really weird as well that it's just a random chance and only on raid Pokemon because chances are you're not going to get a good raid Pokemon you really want to keep. Yeah, unless you're doing lots of raids. Whereas you'll probably get a few Pokemon you want to keep while you're just playing the Go Tour, like even though it's just a random regional or a shiny or a level one Pokemon or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the catch card does not show the background. Oh, cool. It's so the normal. Like, so like the thing you're supposed <laughs> to norm- use for showing off the Pokemon doesn't have the thing that you use to sh- that you'd show off. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> They spent more time naming I, this than they did developing it. <laughs> I was I was with um I don't remember who I was with, but it was it was one of the first people I met during the day. And I was with him uh when we and we were just we were talking, uh uh I'm I'm really sorry, uh, I'm forgetting who who it was. Uh who, if you're listening to this, like you fuck, you forgot my name. <laughs> um but but I, I did a raid with him and or sorry, I did a raid. Sorry, he couldn't get into the game. I did a raid while he was trying to get into the game. And um, I got the location card burst popped up, and I just burst out laughing. And I was like, "You're fucking kidding me! This is what we've been data mining for fucking three months. This fucking low res PNG of the fucking Vegas skyline that's not even at night. Like this looks so stupid." <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, there's a search filter for it. There is a um, if you, there's a in the special filters, it has has a location card. Um, that shows up, and uh, I was I did trade one of these, and the location card does come with it. Um, if anyone cares, mm-hmm. uh, which no one does, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, um, I legitimately just remember I'm looking at these location card mods, and I literally just remember they have their signature moves. <laughs> I didn't even fucking pay it. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I should maybe not transfer these. I should check if they're good. Um. Oh, that just means I I primal evolved my hundos uh, when I was there, which don't have the move. It's not in the ETM move. Ah, fuck you, Niantic. Okay, I'll figure that out later. I'll <laughs> probably get added to ETM after uh, Global Go Tour. Global? Yeah, surely. I would hope so. Yeah. Okay, anyway, sorry. Uh, you can keep going. <laughs> and um, in addition to these primals, we had primal tutorials, which unless Marty missed this, we never actually saw the assets actually used and the tutorial never appeared. Probably not a surprise since they are mega Pokemon with the primal name, so everyone knows how they work anyway. Um, <laughs> and Hoenn starter photobombs. These were pushed way back in December as well, so we knew about them for a while. We just didn't specifically know what they were for, but once they weren't used earlier on, we sort of figured, okay, have to be for the... Um, Hoenn tour so we got well we thought they might be for the um what was it the raid day the mega raid day and then they weren't used for that yeah. so like, well it must be for the Hoenn tour yeah that's right when they weren't used for the raid day it had to have been Hoenn tour there wasn't really much 
sense to it otherwise. But um, overall, we actually got a whole lot of this right. We all, were, you know, we knew about a whole lot of this going into it. Yeah, I don't like. I'm trying not to be object or subjective here, but like, I was legitimately trying to think. I don't think there was anything that happened that we didn't know about. Um, there were things that happened that I forgot we reported on. And then we, when I went back to the notes, I'm like, Oh no, we did report on that. Mm. Um, but I can't think of a single thing. I mean, aside from like, obviously like the live, like the habitats and like the, the actual like park layout, mm. and, you know, like the, the physical in person thing, but like game play things. I can't think of a single thing that happened that I, that we were sorry that we didn't report on. Um, so I guess good, good, job uh, us i guess the I notable trainers we didn't report on those the what's that the notable trainers we didn't report on those uh we, we talked about them in the last podcast does that count <laughs> <laughs> we also didn't report on uh, the technical issues that happened which we oh look at that segue that is we really should have seen that coming segue. but yes anyway speaking of technical issues <laughs> one of us went to hoen tour one of us thought about it and the other one of us is lou so Marty, yeah. <laughs> tell, tell us I about argue, so I Marty. came off best in this. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, GM, first off, do you feel like you dodged a bullet not spending $5,000 coming to Hoentor, or do you wish you were there for the shit show? Uh, depends on my mood at the time. Sometimes I think I'm <laughs> glad I didn't go. Um, I Well, I, I know for a fact, like, if I had gone, I would have spent, I would have said my main day was the Saturday and, you know, made Sunday the extra day add-on thing. Um, so I would have had that shit show as my main day and I would have been pissed off. So right. like, that's, that's fact, you know, spending all that money to go and then having that happen. I think if I had picked Sunday as my main day, then maybe I would have been okay. Better. But, yep. um, because from my understanding, it went better on the Sunday, but yeah, overall, yep. I'm probably well, glad well, I didn't go because I would have picked Saturday. It would have been a shit show and I would have been... Yeah, pissed that I'd spent the five grand just for that. And the thing that I think about is that imagine the people that didn't buy the add-on and their only day to play was mm. Saturday. Like, mm. I would have been... Because, like, it's one thing. It's like, okay, at least I haven't... Was, well, get into, like, the research. Well, I guess this will just be, like, a hodgepodge, I guess, of me just screaming into the microphone. Um, but, but, like, with them tweeting out, like, fucking 60% through the first day, remember, you have to finish your research. I don't even remember... You never told us we had to finish the research on the first day. The whole point of buying two tickets was that we could spread it out. No, get fucked, trainers. You have to finish the research on the first day. And I was like, okay, this is fantastic because I can barely play the game. And now you're telling me I have to finish it before tomorrow? And you can't go finish it by playing in the expanded area either because you've got to be in the places to complete the research. Yeah. You can't... Like, like if you like, okay, we opened up to the city, which they never actually said as far as I could tell. Like, I heard about it from our Discord and from reports, but, like, I never once saw Niantic say, you know, go to the city, like, we've expanded it. But, like, the spin to stops, you couldn't finish that research. Mm -hmm. The photobomb quest, you couldn't finish that research. Like, most GoFests or... um, Safari don't really have research really that much, but, like anything notable but yeah go most go fest i finished the research in like three hours tops right this i finished it with in it took me six hours to finish it because of all the issues because i i and i was actively trying to finish the research because i knew that i you know i wasn't like taking my time with it i was like no i'm prioritizing whatever the fuck this thing's telling me to do and it was still a struggle to get that done and 
And what made me think of is that like when I was, when people complained about Jodo Tour being too stressful because of all the research and all the shit, right? Mm-hmm. And like that's how I felt this. It was like I didn't feel too stressed during Jodo Tour, but I felt stressed during this. And I feel like it probably would have been a fine balance if there was no issues, but because of the issues, it was very stressful. And knowing that doesn't like if I if I can't finish it today, I can play for eight hours tomorrow, but it doesn't matter. I don't I can't finish the research mm. for some fucking yeah. reason. And it's it's very uh, clear at this point as well. In the antic have gone with a policy of we're not doing makeup events. It's just if it goes wrong, yeah. tough shit. Well, and and like I think like if you like we were saying in the discords, like okay, the first go fest we were talking about if this was worse than the first go fest. And it's like technically the first go fest was more of a technical disaster because the game didn't work at all for the entire day. This mm. didn't work for most of the day, and then was a leggy shit show that was basically unplayable for most of the day. But you could still play it. Uh, if you enjoyed horrendous amounts of lag. Um, but the compensation they gave you, they gave you two legendaries, which was massive at the time, and they gave you $100 of Pokecoins versus the $6 of fucking remote raid or of raid passes. Like, I was like, get fucked. I spent $150 on, like, Canadian when you convert it with all the add-ons mm-hmm. and, and the add-on day. It was $150 of tickets, and you gave me $6 to, mm-hmm. like, fuck off. So, I do wonder if we might see a cloud action lawsuit from this. So I say it again. Do you think that I, I do wonder if we might see a class action lawsuit? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like it, I, I thought we would get class action lawsuits at a lot of things <laughs> recently, and we haven't. So I, I would like to say someone should, but um, I, I don't think people will. But so yeah, let's get into like the the specifics of what happened. So the gap, the the first two to three hours, pretty much anonymously, like no one could get in. Um, if you could get in, the, the game would just lag the fuck out and you would have to reboot or it'd crash or whatever. Um, throughout the day, I must have rebooted the game close to 30 to 50 times, somewhere in that range. And every time you rebooted, through, through the, the entire day, it was a crapshoot if you could get back in. Sometimes you could get back in within 30 seconds. It was fantastic. Sometimes it literally took 10, 15 minutes and you would just be like standing there. like And and sometimes it wasn't necessarily issues with, with Hoentor, but it was the 90% bug that they still have not acknowledged mm-hmm. since 261 uh, has been pushed, where just the game will just go, ah, I'm at 90%. I'm I'm done. I'm done loading. You can you can go play another game now. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened a lot. So couldn't log in for the first few hours just at all. And then the rest of the day, it was literally like a five second delay on absolutely everything you did. Um, I could go maybe a minute with no delay at tops before I was hit with another leg spike and then it would last for like two or three minutes and then maybe I could go another minute, right? And so if you imagine, it's like, okay, you tap on a Pokemon, five seconds to even load the Pokemon. If it's like a shiny or something, okay, five seconds to like feed it a berry, five seconds to throw a ball, five seconds to find out if you, or sorry, that, that five seconds to find out if you caught it or not. If it breaks out, another five another five seconds to feed a berry, another five, like you could, so like when you're catching like thousands of Pokemon in a day, this really adds up. Mm. And so... It was it, like, it was just a design. And so like, w- just like walking around legitimately, most people I, I just like heard talking were complaining about how broken the game was or how pissed off they were with the experience or how mad they were at Niantic. Um, it was, it like, it was just like, it was almost surreal just like walking around and just like everywhere you go, you just heard people pissed off and complaining. Near the end, I noticed that there was more people because the most of the main login issues were solved like it would still take me like if i had to reboot it would still take me like i said like up to 15 minutes to get in sometimes um but sometimes 
Um, but when you can go in and play, like most people are like, oh, it's been fine for the last couple hours. And I was like, has it been fine or has it been delayed? And they're like, well, like I can still play. But yeah, I mean, it's really slow, but at least I can play. Right. And so mm-hmm. I feel like the people that have were going around saying it's fine because I've seen a few people defending this. It was perfectly fine. It wasn't fine. You're comparing it to not being able to play at all. <laughs> but if you yeah. compare it to like just being able to play what you're what you're because the other thing is that like if because which I'll get into the spawn and the shining rate in a second, but like. Or I, or I guess in a bit, because I put that into the event design issues. <laughs> Separated this out to technical issues and event design issues. Because um, <laughs> there's so many issues. And so, um, because the spawn rates were so garbage, you every second you lose, that's another spawn that you... If it usually takes you two to three seconds to, for the entire Pokemon encounter. And everything is taking 10 seconds. You know, if mm-hmm. you don't find, find feed a berry, throw a ball... Tap on a Pokemon. Everything takes ten seconds. You are losing seventy percent of the time, of like you're losing money if you're if you equivalent spawns and shiny rates and all that stuff to how much money you spend on the ticket. You are losing money every second the game doesn't work. And so this this is why it's like it's not fine that like oh I can log in but it you know I can still play. It's like no that like it, I'm thankful that I can log in, but that is not acceptable. Mm. And the fact that we're saying it's acceptable gives Niantic a pass to keep doing this bullshit over and over and over again and never caring enough. Because again, going back to like our note about Niantic just not caring about the quality of this game, they don't care. And if we give them a pass by saying, well, at least I can still play, it's the excuse they need to basically say, get fuck trainers, you you said it was fine. Mm -hmm. And so it was not fine. And anyone that said it was fine was just comparing it to not being able to log in at all. I didn't know a single person that said, oh, I have absolutely no issues whatsoever. Because the minute you ask them any details, and I'm sure they're like, oh, oh, it's fine. You know, it's fine. I only play at 3G at home. So, like, I don't know the difference. And (laughs) maybe there's some people like that. But, uh, yeah. So, so I will say that the second day I walked... So it also wasn't yeah, just down to people in the park as well, because I was watching streams online of people spoofing forget event information, and you could see they were struggling with it as well. Oh, yeah. Well, the game, like, even before Hoenn Tour, like, the Friday that I was there before, the game just didn't work very well in Vegas, like, period. Like, no matter mm. where I went, it wasn't as bad as Hoenn Tour, but, like, everything I did, there was, like, a solid half-second delay to, like, tapping on Pokemon and shit. Like, it wasn't... Like, that would have been way better than what Hoentor was. But, like, it, the game just was not running well, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, no, it, it was... It, and the, it was never fixed. Like, all of Saturday, even into the makeup hours, into the city, it was just as buggy and fucked up. Um, actually, sorry, that's not true. The city experience, when I went back to the city, to be fair, uh, it was significantly better um, in the evening from 6 to 8 or 9 or whatever. Like, the makeup experience, which I'll get to in a in a pit too it like fuck you like we had like i had shows that i was going to so like the makeup experience is okay like how the fuck am i supposed to do this and mm. uh but that's more and of the also, game it, also that was broken as well well it broke on the second day the first oh, okay. day yeah so that that's what's fucking hilarious is that the ray cries on the first day was and my experience, at least, was mostly fine. And so I'll, I'll say, you know, commendable to that. Second day is when it completely fucked up. And I guess we'll, I'll just jump to this now. Yeah. So, like, it, it fucked up. Um, and it, um, after 7 p.m., when they, they, they extended it, like, Rayquaza didn't get its signature move at that point. Or the, the break, I don't know, if it's technically break and swipe its signature move? I don't think so, right? It's just a I move. I think it's just a move. In this 
So, so you know, what they did was they were like, they gave everyone a couple of free Elite TMs, right? They gave everyone three uh, remote... So they gave people $3 of remote rate passes. Yeah, which really helped if, you know, you got a hundo and you're like, oh, well, this has got the wrong move on it. Yeah. So, like, but it, yeah, they didn't give anyone any Elite TMs. That would have been fucking at least 30... If they gave people three Elite TMs, that would have at least been a $35... No, $45 value. Hmm. Um, which would have been better than the $3 they fucking had to struggle to come up with. And like fight their innermost fucking demons. They're like, fine, we'll give you three dollars. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll, I'll come back to the, the, it, with the game design issues with, with the whole fucking Mega Ray, or with Ray in general. Um, okay, so, but yeah, second day, I didn't hear that much complaining. It was, it was definitely much better. There was definitely some leg spikes. There was definitely periods of time where it would go back to like five second delays and things would just, you know, fuck up. Um, but it was, uh, it, it would last for like maybe a minute or two and then it would recover and then it'd be good for like an hour or so. So more acceptable, not great. It's still like, I mean, if you're being black and white about things, like it shouldn't have happened at all. Like Niantic, it's been six and a half years now into this game. This is not acceptable, but relative, like going back to like relative to, you know, the day before it was better, but still not acceptable if you're, yeah. you know, actually keeping score here. Um, so uh, the Primal album, I don't think, I didn't see anyone talking about this, but like the Primal album, like they just fucked it up. Like, you know, like the album, the album you get when you beat a raid and uh, like legendaries have a different one than megas and different uh, to like regular raids, like four stars and stuff or mm-hmm. three stars, I guess now. Um, and so like the Primal logo, if it was Kyogre or Groudon, their Primal logo would appear on the top part, but then the bottom, they never finished the mesh. And so it was just a white like texture thing that like was incomplete and it like kind of glitched out whenever it moved. And it was like, so I like, if this was on purpose, this looks like ass, but I don't think this is on purpose. I think you just forgot to finish the texture. <laughs> like the bottom of these fucking albums look like garbage. So like stuff like that, it's just like, okay, so like you were clearly just lazy about this for whatever reason. Uh, or someone thought that looked good, which I don't know what, who the fuck thought that looked good. Um, so, but then raids themselves were just like, fucked like completely and utterly fucked and this was they were fucked both days like it never got better um the leg got better on the second day but them just being broken saturday and sunday just completely fucked and so just to go through um all the fucking issues that i noticed um rage would spawn like an egg would hatch and it would instantly jump to the the completed album and say you've already completed this raid and like when i was with other people like it would pop, and then like for two of us, it would be complete, and then for the other person, it would say, "Oh no, I can still do it." And we're like, we haven't, or like I would notice it when I would be on the other side of the park, and it would be like an hour walk to get to the other side, and it would pop, and it would be like, "Oh, you completed this?" And it's like, the fuck? Like I wasn't even, I haven't been over there in an hour. Like how did I possibly complete this raid? Mm-hmm. Um, what worked in my advantage for a while is that there was a two-hour period during Saturday where I didn't have to use a raid pass because it would, an egg would pop. And I could do the raid, but it would say I already did a pass. I already used a pass. So I just kept doing raids without using passes for like two hours. Um, so that was cool. Um, and that and that happened on the second day as well. It didn't happen for two hours. It happened for like 30 minutes. But um, I don't know what the fuck is happening there. Um, raids would just like, uh, if you could get into a raid, it would just crash. I, I, I must have lost six to 12 
great passes in total on Saturday. Uh, I might have lost one on Sunday. It was much the the crashing and the leg legging out was much better on Sunday, like I said. But on Saturday, it was just constant. Like um, you, if like you tap on a raid, there would be like a five to fifteen second delay, and then it would either load the raid, and either one so one of three things would happen. Uh, the game would just freeze completely and the GUI would disappear and you would just be fucked and you have to reboot and then you have to like hope to God you get it back in. Um, it would either show you, it would load the raid and it would show you that there's no one in the, in the lobby and you can't join it. You try and tap on just nothing happens. Like it would like, it like, it knew that there was a raid there, but it didn't, it, I'm assuming it couldn't pull the lobby information. And so it just sat there as like, I don't know what to do with this, but I know it's a mm. raid. So I guess stare at it. Mm. Um, or you could actually get in. And so that that was obviously best case scenario. Oh, sorry. Sorry, there's a fourth thing. You would get uh, error 32 on the lobby and then the raid would just completely glitch out and you'd have to reboot. The game wouldn't crash, but you couldn't interact. If you wanted to do that raid, you couldn't interact with the gym anymore because you'd get error 32 and it would just like forget what the raid was. And so sometimes you could get in. If you could get in, um, mo- if you get into the lobby, it was mostly fine. But the the issue that you would have is that like I would be in a lobby, I would wait like 80 seconds and then out of nowhere, I would get can't find raid and I would get yeeted out of the raid lobby and just get fucked. And so um, sometimes it would, that would again crash the game and I'd have to reboot. Sometimes I could just jump back into a new lobby and I'd go through the same rigmarole of trying to get back in. But like just the content of like, oh, I'm in a raid. I've been sitting here for 80 seconds and the d- game just decided, oh, I don't know what you I, I, I'm sorry. I lost you. Uh, uh, whoops. Fuck. Uh, I, I guess uh, do something else <laughs> like uh, as, and then if you could actually get through the lobby and into the raid, uh, there was like a 30, 20% chance that it would just fuck up. Like it just, it would get to the go and it would just freeze. And just like the normal leg issues that you would have, you know, at home when you're raiding and stuff like that. Um, and it would just, just nothing would happen. Like sometimes I would wait and all of a sudden like the boss would have like 80% health left and like the timer would would jump down. Um, sometimes it would just never recover and you had to reboot. Sometimes it would just go to a white screen, which the white screen is not new, but it's extra frustrating that it's been the same issue for like four years now and they've never bothered to fix it. Um, so some of these issues have been longstanding rate issues, but on top of the leg, they get extrabated to be even worse. Um, uh, yeah, fading out to get the raid screen. Uh, oh yeah, raids kept switching. I forgot about this. Raids kept switching between local only and remotable. And so this was super fucked that at first people were like, oh, this is so they're limiting people from doing raids. But I don't think they, I don't think, I think they tried to do that and then they fucked up. Like, I don't know what they did to fuck up the raid spot, the, the raid seeds, but like raids were so fucking broken with all these other issues that I think they, like whatever was spawning them was just completely wrecked. And so um, like what would happen is that there would be periods of time where like every raid would just change over to local only. So you couldn't remote in. And like the most fucked up one was that I got invited to a raid in the park that was like on the other side of the park. and I could see it. And when I tapped on the invite to be taken to the raid, it would say, "You, this isn't a remotable raid. You, like it's mm-hmm. local only. It's like, then how the fuck did someone invite me to it? so like and and like when i was with people like they would sometimes see local only and i wouldn't and like it was it was different per person and it was just like i I, it was it was insane like just completely insane um it was also having the issue because i I bought the raid pass add-ons you get like 15 raid passes if you were if it was a remote raid and you go within range 
uh, it wouldn't, I don't know what was wrong. Even though I was spinning gyms, it wasn't giving me my free raid passes. And so what would happen is that you would go in um, and even if I had a free raid pass ready to go on my next gym spin, it would go from the remote raid uh, pass, I'd get within range, and then it would instantly switch to the premium raid pass. And if I wasn't uh, quick enough to catch it, uh, and stop, I would use a premium pass, but then I would get a free pass like right after if I backed out or something like that. But it's like, nope, you've used a premium pass, so get fucked. Um, so that kept happening. Uh, luckily, I, I caught on and I stopped rushing in to get into raids because I was concerned that the game would crash if I didn't go <laughs> fast. Um, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, lost between 6 and 12 raid passes over the course of the day. Um which, if you think about it, I paid for 15 in that add-on, and I got three of them before... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you think about how many raids I did and how... Like, it, it's fucked. Like, completely fucked. Um, this uh, this isn't a Hoenn Tor issue specifically, but it would... But the touchscreen issue, like, ever since 261, where, like, the game would just stop responding to touch inputs. So that happened during raids, which made it extra frustrating, where, like... I don't know if you guys have seen it, where just, like... It's not like the map issue because that happened too. Like if you rotate the map too fast, it'll go, ah, you can't change the map now. Um, but this is just like no touch input would work across the entire app. It just stopped listening to touch input. Um, have you guys seen that just like local play or if you still, uh, we don't play. No, so. but I haven't played a whole lot. So <laughs> yeah, I never noticed it, but I probably wouldn't notice it. So yeah, that's fair. I, I, I've he I heard about it before how it I never experienced it because again, I'm not playing very much, but it happened like four times throughout the day. Not a huge amount compared to all the other issues, but when it's, it's the next thing that causes you to reboot and then it's a crapshoot to get back in. It's really fucking annoying. Um, yeah, I talked about the log, log in 90% issue. Uh, it all, oh yeah, it would constantly get to 50% and then just stop all the time too. That is when at 50% for those that don't know, that's when it starts to actually load and catalog the assets. Uh, and actually starts to uh, let the first fifty percent. It's loading the the client up, and then the other fifty percent uh, is when it's talking to the server. Uh, so it would just clearly like it would get to the server part and go, ah, the server's not here, fam, um, <laughs> and then fuck off. Uh, every group I talked to on the first day, uh, uh, at least one person said they couldn't play for two to three hours at least. Um, like every single group, uh, that's not acceptable. Um, and this was after the login issues were fixed. Like people were like, yeah, I couldn't play from like, you know, 12 to three. It's like, okay, well, but, but people said that the login issues were fixed at 11. Okay. How is that possible that you couldn't play from two to three? That doesn't make any sense. Um, like I walked, I was like, I was saying I was walking around with someone that like couldn't get into the game for like an hour. Um, when I was still able to get in and do stuff. And, um, yeah, I talked about the people saying it was fine and the leg, um, Oh, yeah. And then I didn't experience this, but I, I heard from a couple of people that so you're supposed to get all nine spin deforms. You get one for each quest. And then when you finish the research, you get the, the heart form. Mm -hmm. um, someone got the same form on every single quest. <laughs> um, so like small bug, but like, how the fuck did you like, how, that how did you fuck happen? that up? Mm. How does that happen? And he's like, yeah, he's like, one of them were shiny. He says, like, I'm, I'm kind of fine with it, but like it was fucking weird. Like, if you're trying to get all the forms and you're like, oh, I'm going to get all the spin to forms and you get the same form over and over and over again. Like, yeah. So, that, yeah. Okay. So, I thought so it was a weird issues. bug with your buddy Pokemon as well. 
the where the like the Zora bug that Niantic only acknowledged like no three whatever your after? whatever your buddy Pokemon is you couldn't catch so if your buddy Pokemon was a Pikachu you couldn't catch any Pikachu yeah that's the Zora bug that's been th- that that was like the fucked up thing is that that's been a known issue since Zora came out and Niantic never acknowledged it until Hoentor for some reason oh. like they just like yeah like th- that's been a lingering bug since they fixed Zora and. I guess Niantic just paid attention to it and then just alerted people. Like, it's like, I feel like they, like they just actively ignore issues until they are like, okay, we'll actually commit to like fixing it. And so like most issues, they just ignore completely because they have no intention of fixing it. So if they don't acknowledge it, they don't have to fix it. Um, And I feel like this is one of the ones that they like, okay, fine, we'll actually fix it. Or we have an idea of how to fix it now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so those were the te- the main technical issues. Uh, and like I said, Sunday, much better. Thankful that I could play it all on Sunday, um, which is good. Uh, but let's say, let's assume that there, um, let's take like a step back and assume that there was no technical issues whatsoever. Let's say the event ran technically fine. The event itself was still pretty fucking bad um, because the game, the gameplay design and the live event design was pretty awful um, compared compared to previous GoFest. And, and I said this in the Discord uh, yesterday, I think, or the other day, is that they're having been to like all the GoFests um, and except for the very first one, is that there is a very clear difference between GoFest from the first couple years, uh, first few years, and the last two years of events. And I think just like the high turnover, like everything else at the company, it's not a matter of the company learning and improving each year and getting the events better and better. It's new people have come in that now need to relearn how to do these events and they have their own ideas and their own spin on it and they don't learn what works and what doesn't work from before. And so now you get these really, in my opinion, just poorly designed events that are very clear that they're that whoever is designing these are not event planners, are not um, production people. They're not people that... Or, or if they are, they're just really bad at their jobs. <laughs> like, sorry. But, like, like the design of this from both the gameplay perspective and the park itself was bad. Uh, so, yeah, let's get into let's get into more ranting. Um, so, spawns. They, they didn't spawn anything. Like, there was actually no event spawns. The only spawns came from lures and incense. Um, and this was made obvious because at the last 30 minutes of the of the day they blocked you from putting lures on the stops probably because the lures were about to disappear and i noticed because i was standing still not moving so my instance wasn't really doing anything and i was standing still talking to someone for the last 45 minutes of the event and i looked at my phone and i realized that like wait i haven't caught anything in 30 minutes and i looked at the phone and all the lures were off um we tried to lure it and it blocked us it said you can't lure the stop and nothing was spawning and Mm. so you basically lost if you played for like both days you lost an hour of spawns you know unless you want to walk around with incense and if and and maybe there was a few but even like natural spawns you, you're still not getting many spawns in that are you you're getting one a minute yeah i would to be fair i think it was boosted to be fair it's probably like once every 30 seconds or something like that well, yeah. um but but still not a lot and so and maybe i'm wrong because I, I feel like i'm I, like i say this and i'm like no that has to be wrong there's no way that you know, there's no, but like when I looked down at my phone and literally like not I, like my, my gotcha, like didn't even attempt to catch anything mm. for 30 minutes. Mm. Like there are, and I was standing, and, and for context, I was standing on top of four or five stops that were Lord that was like spamming, you know, for, for like the first part of this conversation. And then for 30 minutes, absolutely nothing. 
like not even anything flea, like just and like looking at the game, there's nothing like so there like there were no event spawns. Um or if there were regular spawns, very few. And then to block lures was just fucking asinine. Like, I get that. It's like, okay, if you lure it up with like five minutes left, you may feel ripped off. But guess what? I feel ripped off because I've been here all day already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm luring it up knowing that the event ends at six. That's on me at that point. Uh, shiny rate, it's just as bad as usual. It's on par for GoFest shiny rates. I got on average 20 a day, uh, which is normally where I get for these Safari Zones and GoFests. Um, so still bad. Don't pretend that it's not bad, but it's not any worse than it was before. But it does make you think that because the, sh- the spawn rate was so much lower than... Uh, like even the community days, like I got way more spawns during community days than like, there were like long, like during community days, if I'm walking around like my local park or university, there is never a point where I don't have something to catch. If I'm like constantly walking, I'm always, there's always spawns to catch. And yeah, I, and I, I assume it was probably down to them trying to control the amount of spawns in the park. So I thought we just turn off all the regular spawns. Yeah, I, that's probably what it was because like there were there were definitely multiple times that I would walk for like thirty seconds and just nothing would spawn, and I just have nothing to catch, and so it's like this is kind of ridiculous. Like that again, going back to like a community day where I would get forty to fifty in shinies in fucking three hours and a heavy density of spawns versus a paid sixteen hour event. Uh, getting 40 shinies over six. Like, I'm sorry, like that's just not acceptable. And I know people argue that back and forth, but like, it's just, it's not acceptable for a $150 ticket. And my ticket is a lot more expensive because of the Canadian currency conversion, of course, but like versus a free three hour event, this is not acceptable. Well, don't worry. Niantic will fix this by just nerfing the shiny right on community days. It's that simple. Yeah. And, (laughs) <laughs> and don't forget as well, that, that's just the ticket price. That doesn't even include the cost of travel, hotel, et cetera, as well. Yeah, for me, it was 3000 The whole trip was over $3,000. Yeah. Um, like, if, like, if I only went for Pogo, I would be pissed. Mm. Uh, luckily, I saw a bunch of shows in the evening, and, I'm, and, I'll, and I'll get into, like, meeting people and stuff like that near then. But, like, there are definitely other things in this thing that made the trip worth it. But fuck me if I just went for Pogo. Um, mm. I would be very upset. Um, uh, yeah, because they, uh, and beca- so back to event design issues, um, because they didn't spawn everything, um, things like, di- so like a, depending on what you chose, you like, they, they went, they moved away from the Johto and Kanto tour. Like, Oh, you're going to catch everything in this region. They moved away from that. And so it, they're just like, Oh, here's things that we decided to spawn. Maybe sometimes because, because spawning the entire Ho index devalues the game or some shit. And so the fact that like all the ghosts were trapped behind the spooky scramble research, which was just a horrible design decision to begin with, because like you already don't, when you get a quest, you already don't know what the research is, but what the reward is, but at least you know how to complete it. And I don't understand who the fuck came up with the idea. You know, what would be a good gameplay experience where they already don't know what the reward is. So let's make it so they don't know what the actual quest is. So now they just have no fucking clue what to do. That sounds like a fun gameplay experience, right? And it like, it, it, like fucking asinine. And so, um, and and they were all for like shitty. Like it was like for Sableye, which sucks to catch. So I stopped doing those. Um, Shuppet, Duskull, and I don't remember the last one. There was another ghost, I think. Um, and like the fact that so it, it has a couple issues is that so a I couldn't. 
they weren't because they weren't spawning in the wild. They were behind quest. They took them out of that pool because there was things that was limited to incense that took them out of the, the normal spawn pool. Because depending on if you chose Ruby or Sapphire, you would only get Latios or Latios that took things out of the spawn pool. And so the spawn pool became very stale. And so there were parts and this, this is kind of going into like the portal designed structure of the park. There were parts where you were trapped into long stretches of uh, like the blistering sands habitat and particular was horrible because you it was because what it was it's a bike path it's a bike path that they just took over so what that means is that there is a long stretch of people moving slowly obviously but it's a long stretch of no sitting areas no resting spots no uh uh bathroom areas and to top it off niantic didn't even bother to spawn gyms across this entire habitat Mm -hmm. so you're and once you get in there's no exits there's it's a one-way street down this thing and so (laughs) you're stuck and this 40 minute stretch and because it's all one biome you get the same six spawns over and over because the spawn are so stale and so i did it the first day and i was like this is awful i'm getting the same six crappy spawns and i'm stuck in this and i can't i can't go anywhere i can't move like i can just go forward or cut through the desert and fucking get sand all over my shoes like yeah so like and and so the it's if you saw the map like going if you think if you look at like the maps from like the previous go fest or even it sounds like like lou like when you did um i don't know if it was uh berlin i don't know but it was basically a big circle right Mm, yeah um and so like the previous go fest were in chicago and things like that they were it was a big circle and the habitats were within the circle and it was very and you could cut across you could like you know, if you're on one side of the circle, you could like go obviously either way or an oval, I guess, or you could like cut straight across. Like you could pretty much from any spot in the park, you could get to any other spot very easily. And Seattle, they fucked this up. And I and I complained about the Seattle design for the same reason that things are very sporadic and things were very hard to get to. Um, but for Hoentor, it was like there was two habitats that were like close together that were easy to get back and forth. But then there was one habitat that was the ancient shores that were bol- that was bolted onto the to the north east side and then there was another habitat that was bolted onto the south and so um what that meant is that if you're in the northeast habitat in order to get to the south habitat you ha- without like cutting through and leaving the park uh you had to go through like all like the entire rest of the park to get to it and then come around and like vice versa and so there wasn't there was never a sense of if i'm in one habitat i can easily go to any other habitat with a direct line to where i'm going there was none of that. It was just, you get locked into, you go into a habitat. So you go into two of these habitats, Ancient Shores and Blistering Sands, and you get locked into this stretch. And, and Ancient Shores was a little better because there was more paths, but you still basically got trapped in this like set of bike paths that you couldn't easily just freely move around like you could with the two middle ones, which is like Eerie Mists and something Earth, Verdiant Earth, Volcano that they only learned how to turn on halfway through the second day. <laughs> um habitat <laughs> like i don't remember what the fuck it was called um and so yeah, so the layout enough. was burn it okay cool thank you um so the, so the layout was awful um they the habitats were just lazy as shit and so the only way to know what habitat you're in is it said in the game which is good i, I don't remember that i maybe go did that but like old go they didn't do that so that was cool that you could see in the game what habitat you're in but in terms of physically being there, the only thing that would actually indicate what habitat you're in is these signs that they propped up. Um, and it would just say like, 
and like some of the signs were just wrong. Like some of them had like two biomes on them, and depending on which way the wind blew, it would change <laughs> which fucking way the sign was. <laughs> and so I was like, I was, I was like, you did you printed fucking signs with two biomes? Like what the fuck is this? And so. Um, but like there was nothing like when you got trapped into that 40 minute blistering sands, there was no habitat. The habitat was it's a bike path in a desert. Mm. Like, like they used to put effort in. So the only effort that they put in, in terms of like design is they, they had the volcano that they've had before. Or it, it probably wasn't the same volcano because probably, they probably get destroyed. Um, but it was, it was a volcano that didn't turn on until the second night. I only saw it turn on twice. And it was like in the afternoon of the second day. And so they, um, they only, so that there, there was one volcano, which is cool. It's fine. Um, blistering, uh, blistering sands had nothing. And if there was something, I missed it because I went through that twice in that 40 minute stretch of bullshit. Cause I went, I had to go through it the second day for the spin quests and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do this again, but what else mm-hmm. am I going to do? Um, and there, there's nothing. There was that rock we were making fun of. So they had these like reggie the the reggie rock reggie metal and which is reggie. the rock with seven dots painted on it yeah like and, and there was no instructions i don't know what the fuck i was supposed to do with it like we picked it up looked all over like i don't know what this was supposed to be i know it was obviously supposed to be for the reggies but what am i supposed to do how am i supposed to interact with this as a player yeah. um like, and also you know so where like, those codes came from yeah no, I have no idea where this. Co- I think that one of the accounts tweeted it out, is what I heard. Okay, but like, but I I don't know for sure. That's just what I saw people saying in the Discord. I I didn't actually see a tw- an account tweeted out. Um, and so um, maybe it came from the NDA crew for all I know. I don't know. Um, because I saw Ghost Stadium taking people about it. Um, so I don't know. But um at, like so like habitats before was like you go even like go fest was better than this because like I, I i remember specifically like you go into like the whatever the fairy one was and there was like these bubble machines and there was all this foam and there was like these towers and it was like oh i'm very clearly in the fairy whatever fairy wonderland something there was a giant jigglypuff and all that stuff right that was cool uh so it was very clear where i am this like i had no idea for the first until i learned the layout of the park you know, halfway through the first day. Like, I had no idea where I was most of the time because there's also no directions. They had maps every once in a while, but they were too lazy or incompetent to put you are here stickers on them. So you had no idea where the fuck you actually were. There was no signage to say this way to this habitat, this way to this habitat. You just had to walk in a direction and hope you found stuff. They did put um, Mystic, Valor, and Instinct uh, flags at, like, the perimeters of uh, the park habitats, which was... Which was good. I will I will say that because you could like look off in the distance and see a flag and be like, okay, I know that I can still go that way. Um, but um, I'll, because this was still through an active park that they didn't, which we'll get into like when they told people to go away, they didn't shut, they didn't gate the park off. And I we know that they could because A, we saw it on the rental form when you look up how to rent this park in the fucking, on the city mm-hmm. website. Uh, and I saw other local Las Vegas residents on TSR saying like, yeah, they, they gate this this park off all the time for fence for paid events like Niantic has the option and they specifically chose not to for whatever reason probably cost money, extra if they money. thought maybe it would be better I'm, I'm assuming it was money i could also see them maybe go oh well like it's a better experience if you can just come and go but then at that point why do you have north and south entrances hmm. like like which like just drop that just like just come to the park wherever which again like every other event for the last couple of years it doesn't matter what entrance you go into um and so, 
um, which is also stupid because the south entrance still had a habitat souther of the south entrance. So it wasn't really the south entrance. It was the south-ish entrance. Um, <laughs> and so um, so because of this, like there were still like public cars going through and they had like all these people directing traffic and like trying to get people to cross and all this shit. And it was kind of ridiculous that they had um, all these like like cars driving through. And there was certain points where in order to get to the next habitat, you had to walk on the road with the cars. There's no sidewalk. There's no bike area. Sometimes they would set up like half a bike lane with like dividers and then they just get, I guess, ran out of dividers. So then they just stopped halfway through the road. But like there were, there were several parts through the park that like part of the experience was to go walk into traffic. Oof. And... Again, just from an event perspective, like what the, who the fuck chose this park? Like, this is such a poorly designed, or if you are going to choose the park, don't use it in this layout. Like you could have used just around the main water area, like the main bio, like there was a, there was a more clustery area, but they tried to extend it to the full thing and it just made no fucking sense or, and they didn't gate it off. And so, um, yeah, the, the layout was, was ridiculous. Um, <sighs> regionals only being in 10k eggs was just straight up evil um i remember when they would just spawn uh, mm-hmm. at these things and now you have to pay for it not only are they only in 10k eggs but you have to pay for the add-on to get a chance get a better chance to get 10k eggs because if you didn't get fucked you're just going to get 2ks with garbage in it um and then you have to of course pay for incubators because why would that 15 dollar add-on in sorry probably like 25 dollars or 20 dollars after my after probably more than after taxes in canadian mm-hmm. um but like, why would that include incubators? No, you get to pay extra for those. So that's awesome. Which, which to be fair, is the same. Like the, my issue with that is that if they've done this add-on before and as an add-on, as a pure, so first, well, sorry, backing up. First off, as a pure add-on, it's bullshit because it used to be just part of the event and then they started charging for it. So that part is bullshit. Before we get into, you know, thinking that it's okay. No, that part's bullshit. Assuming though, getting past that part, saying that's okay. Okay, if it's an add-on to enhance your experience, it's fine. But you really needed this add-on in order to hatch these 10K eggs. Because if you if you weren't getting them enough and you weren't getting the quarter egg distance, like you weren't hatching these things. And I know people, and I didn't count how many I hatched, but I much have hatched like 150 eggs. And I heard people hatching up to 200 plus eggs and not getting any shinies. Like, because the shiny rate was garbage, like I got three, out of those 10K eggs, I got three shinies out of the 150. Which... Imag- and that was me paying extra, paying for incubators, paying for the $15 add-on. Imagine someone not paying for that, which, like, it, it, like that's evil. It's just straight up evil because, again, they don't show the rates and they don't show the shiny rates and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So bad, bad design. Um, uh, mega raids, bad design, being at the old, uh, or primal raids, uh, being at the old 80 mega level. Um, so you would get 80 to 100, or say 60 to 100 mega energy. Most of the time you got 80, um, while also having the highest mega energy requirements out of any megas yet. Um, 400 and then like 80 per subsequent, like every raid was a mega evolve. Um, and because of the 3% nerf and because they have high stats, like I mentioned, like it was just really, really difficult to beat these. And, or sorry, not difficult, it was a slog to beat them. And it took a long time to, to get these things down. And then you only got eight, on average, you sometimes get higher or lower, but on average, because they're the old mega system, you'd only get eight premier balls. And so most of them ran. And so, like, it was bullshit. Like, it, like the whole, like, it was just, it was just evil. This is what, it, it was bullshit and it's just evil because you're highlighting these raids 
you're highlighting these new Pokemon and then you're giving, you're making it really expensive to evolve them. You're making, you're giving shit rewards for it and you're making them really difficult. And then you're making it hard to catch. Like all of it is just like, it's just like Niantic like has a knife in the back of the players. Like this is going to hurt and I'm going to enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's really what it felt like. Um, It's like all they want left in the game is the whales and that's it. Yeah, like they just, they, I feel like they either just want the whales or they want new players that don't know how much better things were. And so they can get away with just evil shit like this and be like, oh, it's, I, I, I just, that's just what the game is. I don't know any better, yeah. right? Um, Sorry, this is an hour now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Makeups were a fucking joke, as we talked about. $6 in compensation for a $150 ticket when they never actually fixed anything. Um, and then, like, this is the thing that everyone's been making fun of and is making, like, headlines in IGN. They didn't close the park, as we talked about, and then they told people to stay away. They told local residents of Vegas to stay away from their local public park unless you bought this ticket. And all of the headlines are like, unless you bought a $30 ticket, I'm like, bro, I bought a $150 <laughs> ticket. Get fucked. I don't know anyone who just bought the basic $30 ticket. I met, I think I talked to one person that, uh, Leak Duck, I think, uh, only did one day. Everyone else was like, oh, of course I bought this, this that on, right? Like, if I'm coming all this way, if I'm spending thousands of dollars to mm. come here, what's an extra $15, right? For whatever it is, right? So, ridiculous. Um, so... <laughs> and they oversold the park. And so the park, we looked it up uh, in our Discord and like, you can find it on the rental thing. The park holds 15,000 people. That is what it's rated for. Niantic sold 50,000 tickets. So at best, it's 25,000 tickets per day. Okay, you're already 10,000 people over. At worst, every one of those 50,000 tickets bought an add-on ticket. Mm-hmm. And so now you're three and a half times over. Like, that's no, like you fucked up. Like you, this is a hundred percent on Niantic overselling because their profits are down and they're trying to squeeze as much as they can out of it. Instead of just doing a global event where people would have gladly paid and they would have made a lot more money because they wouldn't have had to put in the effort to do all this shit. And so you fucked up, you put in way more people than you were supposed to. And then you had the audacity and then you told people to come to the park because you can still do primal raids with your friends that have tickets. And they were telling people to do this. And then they said, but an extra 17,000 people showed up. So get the fuck out of the park. Like uh, someone, I think it was on TSR. was like, who, uh, who in their communications department approved that tweet? Like that is so anti Niantic, anti vision, anti like bad look. Like what the fuck? fuck did you think was going to happen by telling people to get the fuck out of the public park? Mm. Uh, maybe it was the <sighs> same person who was like, uh, who needs gotchas anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, may- may- maybe. <laughs> um, and-, and it was very apparent from that tweet and from the, the just the issues the entire day that Niantic legitimately did not know how to fix the issues. They overspect, and and I can definitely, because like, I've been in situations like this before, I can definitely see like the sales and marketing teams being like no we're gonna put fifty thousand, and like the engineers being like "Mm, maybe you shouldn't do that because we can't handle that or we haven't stress test for that or the park is only fits fifteen thousand, and sales going fuck you make it work and then shocking it doesn't work and the engineers go i don't know what the fuck to tell you like like i don't know how that went but i've definitely been in the situation where i'm like you can't do that you can't sell that it won't work and then it doesn't work and then you're the one having to explain why it doesn't work to the customer Mm happens all the goddamn time and so i could i can maybe sympathize a little bit for the people that probably was like hey guys this is stupid don't do this like but i don't know someone 
decided to oversell this thing by four times, almost four times the amount of people. That is on Niantic. Regardless of the extra 17,000 accounts, regardless. And, and so the fact that you didn't know, how, the fact that you're blaming this, the fact that you, that was your legitimate solution to fixing the issues was blaming players and telling people to stay away is 100%. You don't know how to fix your issues. So I'm going to point the fingers at someone. It's, and I said this in the Discord, is that it's 100% like when Apple came out with iPhone 4 uh, and they try to show off FaceTime on stage and it didn't work. And Steve Jobs yelled at the audience. The, the audience is a bunch of journalists and reporters on their, the provided Wi-Fi that Apple provides to report on the phone as they're revealing it. That is their job. That is why they were invited. And he yelled at them for being on the Wi-Fi and he told everyone to turn off their phones and Wi-Fi. And it's their fault that the demo doesn't work because it worked just fine during rehearsals. <laughs> and then the phone came out. And it had antenna issues, and they blamed the users for holding, you're holding the it legitimately. Wrong. You're holding it. They held a press event, and they said you're holding your phone wrong. And then they showed off a bunch of different videos of different, uh, like Samsung devices and other and Huawei devices, where they showed a video of someone like gripping the phone, as, and you could see the person shaking in the video, and you would see like a bar drop down. And they'd be like, see, it happens to everyone else too. It's like, okay, that hand is shaking and you can see the veins like popping out of the hand as they try and crush this phone to prove your point. Like you are not acknowledging you fucked up and you are blaming. This is exactly how it felt like to me. It's like, just, just apologize. Give us more than fucking $6. If you gave a hundred dollars for the first go fest, like, and then you were sued on top of that. Like this is inexcusable. Um, just dis just disgusting business practices. <sighs> and can I'm I jump so in with the question? Already. Can I jump in with a question here? Yeah, of course. Now, yes. they said, you know, extra 17,000 people turned up to the park, blah, blah, blah. That was, you know, people's fault for screwing it up. Did 17,000 people actually turn up? Like, in your opinion, was it so crowded that there was this, there's so many extra people there or is they just pulling this number out of their ass? Um, I don't know where they, I mean, of course they won't tell people. I will say it was definitely crowded. Um, and it was way more crowded. And like, this is the shitty part is that them telling people to piss off on Sunday, it was less crowded on Sunday and it worked better. I guarantee it was because Niantic told people to piss off and it wasn't because they fixed anything. Mm. They didn't learn. They didn't improve. They yelled at people and it worked, which is really upsetting because no one learns from that. And now players just feel bad. And so, yes, it was crowded. And what, what I think I said in the Discord, too, is that like a, a, I was wearing a, a mask and I was like, oh, like if I'm with, with I'll take my mask off of him outside of six feet of someone else. I took my mask off three times the entire day um, on the first day because I was it was so packed, way more packed than any other go fest that I've been to, more packed than Seattle, which was a much smaller park. Like it was it was very clearly oversold. Yeah. Um, and probably just breaking safety laws because if the park capacity can only hold 15,000, you cram 50,000 people into this thing. Uh, and, and actually I just thought maybe that's why they didn't gate it off because if they gated it off, they would have to a hundred percent follow the occupational, mm. you know, cause they have to have, they have to be responsible yep. for every person inside that gated event. And because they knew they oversold it, they can't gate it off because, well, I, we are, we don't know. It's a pop. Same thing. Same fucking thing with the shiny rates. Well, it's not a loot box because you're not actually paying for the keys. Like, I bet that's. I just thought of that now. That's probably exactly. You have to why wonder they if they lied to they, the organizers as well and said, "Oh, we're not going to have fifteen thousand people here. It's fine." Yeah, yeah. 
probably i wonder like i yeah i'd be very curious as to you know what the conversations are for yeah it was it was fucked um so and then yeah and then the makeup for the saturday was fucked so quests they said oh they they didn't say anything but like what was supposed to happen is everything was supposed to go till 10 in the city quests turned off at eight i just started getting regular boring season quests at eight um, my egg bonuses turned off at nine. I started getting half egg distance at a quarter egg distance that I paid for. And then they came back on at 10. So either it glitched out on me when I was putting them in at nine or they turned it off for an hour. Um, so that was kind of bullshit. Uh, and then Ray, obviously, as we talked about on Sunday, fucked up. They gave people $3 and didn't have the move after 6 PM. Um, fucking bullshit. And so I don't remember where I put this in, in the notes, but somewhere, but the, uh, the Ray, the, the whole Ray surprise is also just regardless of like the technical issues is fucking bullshit. You sold a ticket based on a predetermined time, 10 to six. And then you tell people, go enjoy this city, go do whatever the fuck you want. You're in Vegas, have fun. Right. And so regardless of, you know, you have a 10 to six ticket. And then at 15 minutes before six, they put on the PA. Oh yeah. Ray's spawning from six to seven surprise. And so, a lot of people are like, oh, Ray, really? that's exciting. I'm excited for that. But no, fuck you. You sold an experience from 10 to 6. People have plans and they have things to get to. Like I had shows and shit to get to. And so this is the issue with this is that at 6, you had one of two choices. You could either stay in the park where they shut off the entire event. So there's no spawns, no stops, nothing to do, but stay in this park at night with very poor lighting. Um, granted, there's a lot of people still at the time, right? So it's not too much of a safety issue, but like still kind of sketch. Um, stay in the park and do these raids or you can go back to the strip but because the park is 30 minutes away from the strip you, and you can't really raid in a car because everything just runs from you because everything gets speed locked you miss out on half the event because mm. you're in a car for 30 minutes and so then you get 30 minutes again like who the fuck thought this was a good idea like horror so like just to extend the event without warning and then to give people two really shitty options. And I, and like, like when I was telling my wife this part of it, she's like, Oh, it's clear that they have no idea how to put on events because like they just, the thought process was people like Ray, let's spawn Ray. And that was it. That was the end of the thought process. Yeah. It was no also, they had to play Pokemon and do nothing else apart from play Pokemon. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so there was no thought put into the logistics of what this actually means. Like, if you spawned it like 30 minutes before the end of the event, if it was like maybe a thing that was like a tent, like once like they've done like the meow spawns or whatever, you know, at the end, like, okay, a five minute thing. Okay. Then you can fuck off and go. Right. Like, but to be, to, to have such a high profile Pokemon and to limit it to an hour, get fucked. That's poor design planning. Mm. <sighs> Okay, oh, I was going to say that there is my notes right there. Is having surprise events from 6 to 7 is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, habitats I mentioned were lazy uh, with the signs. Um, they did have a few uh, rocket tents set up um, to, like, indicate that, I guess, like, you were working with rocket. Um, they weren't bad. They were low-key. They were low-budget. Um, most of them were, like, I think they were trying to be, like, kind of riggedy. And so... But, like, it looked like they were just falling apart. Like, it was, like, rocket tents just kind of, like, half put together. And, like, I think that's what they were going for. But it looked like someone vandalized it. Like, and it was, like, I saw two or three of these things. 
There was like a lighthouse, I think, in one of the ancient shores, and there was like wreckage that just looked like they spewed garbage over the desert. Like, like it was just very lazy, uninspired habitats. And most of the habitats, aside from the volcano and I guess the lighthouse, um, all the habitats were either at ankle height or waist height. And so if you're standing, if you're walking down the park and you're and there's someone to your right or left, you can't see what the fucking decorations are. And so, and I've said this before, like one of the main things I like about the Go Fest is like the, you know, the sets and the props and the, and the effort they put into the, you know, the experience. And like, it, it wasn't there. Like it was half-assed at best. And it was very clearly cheap uh, and haphazardly. Like, and they, like they didn't even have, this is the first event that I've ever been to, aside from Safari Zones. Um, that they didn't have the team leader tents. Like normally, they they bring um, around their. They are on the official map. Oh, are they? Yes, there should have oh, been I team lounges in both the Verdant Earth and uh, the Eerie Miss. So what they what they did is that there was um, giant park sculptures they were cool they were part of the park and nothing to do with niantic um mm. with a bunch of benches under them and there was like this cool like art installation under them and stuff um i uh, think you guys you just heard it i bet that's what those team lounge because i i had a feeling like, like that's probably what it was uh yeah yeah those big um that's 100 percent what they did um so it was one two tents one in each one it wasn't individual tents and it wasn't them it was what was already installed in in the park um and trust, maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I, you know, I, uh, that's, they brought it in for this, but it looked like a permanent installation and it looked like part of the park because there was like the same benches that were there that were like throughout the rest of the park. Like it looked like a permanent installation. So mm. they just got lazy and didn't bring their tents and they just were like, and also they used to have six of these tents, right? And then each one of them was the size of one of them. So they, they went from, so they oversold, I just thought of this, they oversold the park by almost four times. And then the team lounges, they reduced from six of these things to two. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the, and the team lounges, they at least had like cutouts of like the leaders and they had like beanie bag chairs and like comfortable seats. This was all just like hard benches that the park provide. Like nothing wrong with it, but like it's a step down. It, it's objectively a step down from what you've done before. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Uh, they had no memory lanes. Um, most people probably don't care or remember this, but that they used to always put up uh the different loading screens over the years, and they would be Pokestops. Um, and actually, I didn't have this in the notes, but most of the Pokestops um were just generic park stops. Like the, I remember, like all the memory lanes would be individual Pokestops, and the team lounges would be Pokestops. And I was like looking through my gifts, and like most of them were just generic Hoenn Tor Vegas, Hoenn Tor Vegas, Hoenn Tor Vegas. There was a few like for the Spinda stops. There was a few for uh, like the volcano, like there was a few, but like significant, like most of the stops I came away or the gifts I came away from was just generic Owen Tor Vegas, uh, gifts that is like, okay, you put in all of two seconds of effort into that. Um, no. Yeah. So I talked about the maps, no directions, no clear indication, uh, over what the park layout was. Uh, if you were supposed to go through the cars, if you weren't supposed to go through the cars, um, 40 minute walk, talked about that. Um, oh, gym placement. That was a fucking disaster. Like, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking with gym placement because there would be like clusters of gyms in certain habitats and then there would be nothing for like long stretches. Like I mentioned, the 40 minutes sprawl, there would be nothing there. And then there was a few gyms that were scattered on like the very edges of the park with like very few stops and very few people around them because there was nothing there. And so you had to like walk like 10 minutes out of your way to get to a gym 
and then walk all, like it was just like I don't know who designed or decided this is the best optimal placement for the gyms because some of them were like made for the thing and some of them were like just park gyms right and I feel like they just didn't think about it. they're like oh this is what 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 where the gyms are in the game so uh, we'll just fucking add two and then call it a day like uh, fucking disgusting um. So it so what it also made it is there would be periods where you'd be in habitats where okay okay now I have to like do a lot of raids because I know when I go to this habitat there's not going to be any raids for the next hour um, unless I remote them which was a crapshoot and you cannot do all the time and and if you paid for the fifteen dollar you want to do it in person because you paid for those tickets versus paying extra for the remote raids. Um, Wi-Fi mesh network uh, they did have Wi-Fi there which uh, was good. I will say that, but it was not spec properly and there were massive dropouts. You'd join on the Wi-Fi and you would walk two, two, two minutes and you'd drop off and go back to 5G. And of course, when you do that, the game would freak out. And if you were in a raid, just you're, you're fucked. Mm. You just basically get kicked. Um, and then you walk another minute and you get put back on another one. Um, it was not even remotely close to properly spec'd out. Um, so I just gave up on the Wi-Fi. Uh, and the Wi-Fi was, a, for Saturday, was a little bit better technically. Like I... It was more consistent than 5G and LTE when I kept switching behind them, but like it wasn't enough to offset the complete crapshoot that was um, the like dropping service. in and out because, yeah, exactly. Uh, audio installation was amateurish at best. Um, and this might not be Niantic specifically, but it's still the people that they're contracting out. Um, there were only two sections I saw with, with actual cable mats, which like you legally need to put cable mats if you're running cables all over the fucking place where people are walking over. The rest were just like run through the dirt or through the desert or th- across roads and shit. Um, they were just dry run. No, ca- and no, no, no cable management. They were just like spewed onto the cables. Um, the PAs were not on stands. The PAs were just sitting in the ground. Most of the time they were, they had, uh, floor plates. And so they were like maybe an inch off the ground. Uh, but it made for really low base, um, which was obnoxious um, and not spec'd out. They didn't have a main sound console to run any of this. Uh, so every individual PA station was just running its own individual tracks. And so there would be periods where you'd hear uh, just blasting conflicting music between the two, between like two of them. And they were, the levels were all over the place. Some of them were like at a decent level. And there was one by the lake that like people were constantly covering their ears, walking anywhere within like 50 feet of it. And you could hear it on the other side of the lake, <laughs> fucking 200 feet away. Like, it was it, like it's just horrible, horrible. I don't know who did the audio installation, but obviously I'm more partial to this. This is more what I do, but um, really poor, and because and none of them were synced at all. Uh, and what was really fucking dumb is that they made three new tracks for Hoentor, and they never played them at all. They they just shuffled the existing tracks in the game. Some of them were like the Giovanni boss music, which was like, why is this playing? Giovanni's not here. This sounds weird for this. Like, it's like you put zero effort into this. You just pulled a list of tracks from the game that don't include the new tracks that you're specifically advertised. That like, And this is the two parts. Like, okay, if I want to hear the new tracks, I can't because you're blasting fucking Giovanni music in my ear while I'm trying to listen to the new shit that you made. Like, why didn't you play the music that you actually made for the event? Um... <sighs> fucking ridiculous. That requires competence. Uh, that requires competence. <laughs> um, yeah, we talked about the research. How the tweet and halfway through, you couldn't finish the research. Um, they, yeah, and they made offered no makeup for the research, even though they extended into the city experience. Again, you couldn't finish it, um, and you just got fucked if you didn't if you couldn't finish finish it properly. Um, and maybe 
maybe after the fact they've changed it for anyone that didn't complete it. So like, because they've done that before with GoFest, but they, they haven't seen any reports of that. I've just like take generic snapshots and stuff. I hope they did that, but um, it's hard. It's hard to know for sure. Um, there was, oh yeah, this was fucking asinine. There was a series of stops that were outside the event radius. So I walked over to them. They were kind of on, like they were, they were Hoentor stops You and you would see like event spawns like on the nearby on them. And I'd walk over to spin them and the event would turn off. <laughs> there was like three or four on the edges that I'm like, the fu- like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, <laughs> so, and then you had to walk back into the, into the fucking experience to get back to it. Um... Oh yeah, one thing I want to ask is did switching yes. biomes work like GoFest where it reset all your spawns every time you change biomes? No, uh, no, uh, that's true. Uh, that was not an issue. Um, they went back to the old system, did they? Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, at least not that I noticed. Um, it, mm. it did seem to properly split between the two of them and because I didn't, I did not get any poofing uh, yeah. of spawns when I would walk oh. between them. So th- that's, that's a good point. I didn't notice that, so and one of the good they, things they, about they did that, one they, good thing said, <laughs> yeah they did one good thing which is good um thing that i didn't understand is that they were too lazy to actually animate the event and so um like they kept talking about the weather being a mess like primal groudon and kyra were fucking up the weather and th- this is all stuff that would be prime examples of stuff that they've already done so like they could have added a skybox of like a thunderstorm and then they could have changed the map textures to be like fire or or like ground for groudon and then they could have had it rain uh or mm. like con- at least the confetti rain or something right like th- th- these are all things that they've demonstrated they've done before and they just were like no we're gonna tell yeah. you the weather is awful but like we don't give a shit to actually animate it but instead mm. they put the time and effort into things like changing giovanni's text like giovanni and, the, and no one would have fucking noticed that because no one's doing giovanni there he's not mentioned in the research he's not or sorry he's mentioned that like oh we have to work together but you don't battle him at all he's not yeah. part of the actual story but like there's specific text for him saying like oh we're working together today don't make you know and it's like so you put the time and effort into shit that no one is going to see but the, the thing that you keep saying that the the weather is a mess and for things that we've already seen that you can do you just didn't care yeah. at all i will say the primal animations were very nice. They did a very good job on those. Um, the when you primal evolve Kyogre and, and Groudon, they uh, it's it's very smooth and the animation is is very um, very rich and it's not just the you know because even the Mega Evolution is a little bit rough. Like this feels like they put a lot of extra effort into these primal uh, evolutions. So I will in terms of animations, I will say they did a good job there. Um, so oh my god, I need to fucking catch my breath. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like as well for like uh, the whole primal weather thing as well. They could have made it so depending on which boss was winning, changed the weather. So if Kogo was winning, it was raining, and if if uh, Groudon was winning, it was sunny, and it would have been such a. I can't imagine that'd be a difficult for them to do is override the weather. Yeah, yeah, true. That would have been cool. And like they did, I don't know what it's. It's not like burning half the time. Like they basically they would announce every hour. Like who did the most raids? It was Kyogre mm. or Groudon, and like they would fire off flares, basically, or like smoke, smoke flares, uh, either red or blue. And I, th- I, I could, I think these were what smelled, but like it smelled like, like awful burnt. Like I was like, oh, the forest is on fire. I was like, oh mm. no, they just Kyogre is like. But I will say that it was cool because like you could look up and you could see like big pillars of like blue or red smoke from across yeah. the park. Okay. That was cool. I will say that. So th- there are there are. It's not all shitting on it. Uh, there is like 5% cool things. <laughs> That's what you want. 5% uh, cool and, things oh, for a $150 ticket. Five, 
<laughs> so yeah, I, so I guess going into what I did like about it, again, we're coming up to the end. Of, I guess this is a shorter-ish, but not super short. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, um, spender stops were cool because uh, they got you to explore the whole park, but it was very difficult to find them. A lot of people had a lot of difficulty because the map was not obvious. Um, even if you like found the map, uh, which I did eventually find the map halfway through the second day, it was not obvious what the fuck the map was. It was the Spinda Swirly Circle. Which, unless you remember what that thing is, you don't know what that is. And then it was a, it did point to where they were. Um, I like the idea of it, but you needed you needed to tell people about it better, and you needed to guide people to the stops better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the idea of it. Um, and uh, yeah, like legitimately. So like the about like six hours into the event, I was pr- pretty fucking pissed off. I was uh, I was not enjoying it. I was very much like fuck go fest i'm not coming to go fest again this is you know in the summer i'm done but in the last couple hours i had a couple people uh individually come up to me like i was meeting people throughout the whole day but like i had a couple people came up to me um and you know specifically this is something like really nice things like we you know we really um we really like the podcast you, you know it's hilarious it always makes us laugh uh we hope you keep doing it um they talked about how much they appreciate what we do um and you know like we're like we know that you guys want to cut back and you're not enjoying it but just like know that like this you know it really means a lot to us and it really helps us and and you know we really appreciate so like the the amount of support and uh just nice things that people said uh Mm. particularly like through and then throughout like all of sunday uh, people i was talking to a lot of really cool people um as well and so like legitimately like that was the saving grace from this event being just this shit stain in my mind to like this is pretty cool um and so i legitimately just wanted to you know for all the bitching and cursing and feeling like i'm gonna pass out from (laughs) not breathing enough (laughs) on this podcast uh like legitimately thank you to everyone that uh that i talked to that uh i gave i gave out almost all my i had like 150 pins i think i have like eight left or something 10 left i got gave up (laughs) almost all my pins um so like and, and, and all the nice things that people said, like, I mean, I met Leek, I met uh, Fake Joe from Discord, uh, DRF, uh, like, uh, you know, everyone I met, like, thank you so much, because it legitimately turned the event around from a shit stain to like, this is pretty cool. And, and it was the first time I thought, because I always thought that if I stopped playing Go, I would stop doing Pokeminers, and it was the first time I thought that maybe I can stop playing Go and still do Pokeminers, because the community behind it is so cool. Um, and then that got me thinking that a lot of the posts that I was seeing on Twitter uh, is the event sucked, but it was, it was, it was better because of the community and it was, it was the community is what made it better. And people focus on the community a lot. And it got me thinking that what's happening is people are giving Niantic a pass for these horrible events because it's an excuse to meet the community and Niantic is taking credit for that. And they're like, look at all the, like the, their thing, like look at all these trainers, like chatting and meeting. It's like, you didn't do this. This no. is not because of you. This is a byproduct of having, it's a trade. It's the trade show effect, right? This mm-hmm. is just, you have a lot of like-minded people in the same area. You do not get to take credit for this fucking any more than like worlds. It's the same effect that like a lot of people going to worlds and then meeting a great community and all that. Right. It's like, that is not something that worlds did specifically that play Pokemon did specifically. This is a byproduct of bringing a bunch of 
like-minded people together. And so it really got me thinking that's like the thing that this game is honestly surviving on is the community completely external to Niantic. And it's, and when I started thinking about that, I was like, that's kind of fucked up. If you really think about like, we're okay accepting horrible events and lack of care and incompetence and poor game design and bugs because we get to meet each other and, and meet people that we have talked online for years and that makes it all better. And it's weird that that I, I like that I felt better because of it, but I don't feel good that I felt Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I know. What do you guys think on that? Oh, yeah, I feel like you could get the same effect, really, from just have arranging meetups and actually getting people to attend them. Um, and that's that's the only thing that they had to get, is because they are the ones organizing it, and people actually are willing to t- travel. But if you could get some other mm-hmm. big groups arranging these sort of things, you could probably get the same effect from people just being like, oh, we're going to come up and do this big community day meetup in this time, three months in the future, now we know the date's so far in advance. If you get enough people to go there, you'd probably get a similar sort of feeling, and you'd probably have a better time, because it's more likely to be a successful event. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah. So, yeah, again, thank you so much to everyone uh, because uh, as of right now, I don't know what I'm doing for GoFest. I was very anti-GoFest at the end of the first day. I'm sorry, most of the way through the first day because I did not want to support this bullshit again. But... the community really turned things around. And if I do go to GoFest, it is 100% because of you guys and the community and has nothing to do with Niantic. Um, and it's to give up more pins, to meet more people, to, you know, like, just chat. Like, I just had a, a lot of just really great conversations with a lot of really cool people. Um, so, seriously, thank you guys a lot for uh, making the event not complete garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I very much appreciate it. So my uh, my main takeaways, the... my main takeaways from yes. Hoenn Tour and all this hour and a half podcast talking about it, <laughs> is that one. It will be a short podcast, he said. Yeah, it'll be short. <laughs> it's, don't worry. It's shorter than three hours so far. <laughs> we still have another section to go yet, but um, we can cut it if you guys want to cut it. But yeah, that's it's it's fine. But um, so my main takeaways from everything that you've told me is a. Make your main day the second day, because the first day will screw up. B, bring a friend, because at least then you can bitch about it together, or talk, or something. Yep. <laughs> and C, when it does screw up, and it is a when, you're just going to have to live with it. So don't go into the event thinking that this will that they'll have learned from the last one, because they will not have learned from, from anything. They will just screw it up big time and don't expect well no they, they 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 did they did learn but the people that learned then left <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah exactly well it's funny because at go fest i saw cowboy had caterpie and he like was talking about i just don't give a fuck to play like i'm just you know uh he's not as foul-mouthed as i am to be fair i'm not going to put swear words in in that good gentleman's <laughs> mouth but um uh he was basically saying, like yeah he's like i caught like two po- like when i met him uh, like halfway through the day or something, he's like, I caught like two Pokemon. I just don't care. He's like, I'm here for the community. Like, I don't care if I complete it. And I, I remember thinking at the time, like, oh, like, I, how could you travel this way? To, and it's like, I get it now. Like, yeah. Niantic is not saving this game. The community is the thing that is keeping this game alive. And Niantic is disgustingly taking credit for mm. it. 
Yeah. Like, I don't want to, you know, sort of come across as egotistical and all that sort of shit. I probably am, but it's not what I'm trying to do. Um, but I, I tend to have this feeling that if I had gone to GoTour, you and I would have probably hung out for pretty much the whole event. I Maybe I have yeah, different for sure. things. but yeah. And I suspect that if you and I were both there, like, making fun of Niantic and things like that, the event would have been more enjoyable from the whole time, not Fine. just meeting the community at, you know, like towards the end sort of thing. Like, so I, yeah. Cause we had someone to share it with. Yeah. So I, I think ultimately it, it, like as, as bad as the events can be, it is certainly the community and the friends that you bring along or whatever that would make it. And that's one of the things that why I would love to experience this in-person go fest. It's not because of, Niantic. It's not because of the game. It's because I would love to experience what it's like to be in this environment, you know, with people that are like me, and 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 hopefully, you know, I'd be able to meet up with you or Lou or you know someone, and just have fun with them. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we we shall yeah, see. Yeah, I agree. But, um, yeah, it, it's interesting how our mindset can change. Like, just because of the community and it's clear that it is the community that makes everything so much better or good to begin with. Yeah. Like honestly, if it wasn't for the community, I would have gone away steaming from this event. Mm. Um, and Sunday was definitely better, but it wouldn't, Sunday didn't cleanse the, the taste of Saturday. Out yeah. of my mouth. Sunday was okay. I'm getting half of what I paid for. Right. Yep. So, mm. <sighs> Anything else to add before we move on to the the last section? Don't think so. I, I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, I was watching Leak Duck's stream uh, for a little bit through on the Saturday, and it must have been that bike path that you were talking about, that sort of area. And I, I remember thinking then that, boy, that was just a barren area, like there's no decorations or things like that. And I could not believe that that yep, was what they decided to do. And it's just, yeah, it's crazy, but that's where they're at. They just put in minimal effort and hope to make as much money as possible. Oh, uh, wait, did you mention yeah, how terrible the shop was? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, to quickly to address. Yeah. GM's point is that, yeah, that's a hundred percent. Like go fest used to be significant. Like I used to spend $20 tops Canadian on the ticket for go fest. And I would get a much better experience four years ago versus spending $150 now and getting a significantly worse experience. Like they've gotten lazy and incompetent. Maybe they were always incompetent, I don't know. <laughs> but they've gotten lazy and complacent. Um, uh, yeah, I 100% agree with that. And yeah, the the, the shop. Um, so GoFest, they had like a full Pokemon Center. Uh, all these plushies, all these GoFest exclusive shirts and shit. Like it was, it was fucking cool. Um, and there was plenty of stock. Like I, you know, like there was so much stock uh, for everything. Uh, f- for this, they only had the shirt, which the shirt is dope. I will say that whoever designed the shirt, awesome design um it, i really do like the the design of the shirt it's really cool um and the uh so they only had two, like two tents for the for the for the uh shirts um i i was like okay i'm not gonna like i if i'm gonna focus on sunday which was probably stupid because I, people were like oh i stayed in line when you couldn't play the game anyway and it was fine uh so i should have probably done that but i, I stood sunday because i'll do it during my add-on because that'll be you know when i'm yeah. not rushing to get tickets done 
or research done. And so uh, when the game was still just like fucking garbage, I went by the tent at like four um, and there's no line, but they're like, yeah, we only have small and medium left. And I was like, okay, cool. But they're like, we open at 10, we'll have the full stock tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, I don't have an issue with that. Like you want to keep enough stock for both people on both days. You know, that's, that's fine. Uh, so I was like, okay, I'll come back at 10 tomorrow. So that's what I did. Uh, within 14 minutes, they sold out of 2XL. Within uh, another like 10, 15 minutes, they sold out of XL. Um, I'm a large, so I, luckily I, I was able to get a, a large. Um, I was in line for about 50 minutes an hour, um, which wasn't too bad, to be to be fair. Um, but then we found out that they were letting people t- buy eight at a time. And that was down from whatever they were allowed to buy before. And it was like, what? Like, how are you allowing people to buy? No wonder you're selling out of fucking everything within 15 minutes. Like, how are you, like, allowing, like, okay, maybe, like, three, maybe four per person is, like, the max I would do. But again, going back to just not being event planners, not knowing how to run events, like, like two is what I would expect. Like one or two is what I would reasonably, but eight as your compromise is ridiculous. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, you know, people just bought a bunch of them and then fucking let me look on eBay. I bet they're on eBay right now. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Pokemon go tour 2023 shirt. Let's see. $130. Yeah. Look at that. Um, fucking hilarious. Oh, and people are selling the pins. Oh, thank, uh, there was, uh, someone that, uh, I, like the two trivia things I saw, they were giving out these like really dope looking pins for GoTor. They did actually a really good job on that too. And someone gave me one of them in exchange for a Pokemon spin. And, and uh, thank you very much to, to that person as well. Cause, uh, yeah, those are selling for a hundred dollars on, you could have made a hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, no, they're they're definitely on eBay. Instead, they have a hundred dollars worth understand. of Marty's gratitude. Mm. <laughs> no, it's a, it, that was very nice. That was that was. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, I, I just I don't get how we still have a pre-order system for much at the Go Tours and Go Fest yet. Like people are going, no, they want to buy a T-shirt. They want to buy a T-shirt. They're going there when they buy the ticket. Just make an add-on for the ticket, and then you can collect your T-shirt at some point over the weekend. Yes. Also, someone is selling a Ghost Stadium infographic for ten dollars. Of Go Tour. What the fuck? Condition, new condition. I would certainly hope so. Uh, anyway, that's hilarious. Um, all right. Should we get into the last? If we weren't mad enough, <laughs> now I was mad for most of this. Now we can all get mad together. <laughs> okay, that pin is pretty. <laughs> it is cool. I have to find it somewhere in my luggage, but it, it's it. They did it. They the the design of the primal. They did a very good job with. I will mm. I will definitely say that to Niantic. Um, good job, d- d- pin designer and shirt designer and whoever did the design for this. Mm. A plus. Uh, right, yeah. Well, finally on to our last little bit of the rumor mill. Uh, well, part rumor mill, part confirmed. Uh, the remote raid pass nerf. Um, so it's pretty much confirmed at this point. Uh, we tweeted out that the text was updated. Uh, we at first didn't think it was live, uh, and then realized that actually 
oh well, wasn't wasn't appearing in game, should we say? Uh, and then I realised if you switch from the grid view to the list view in the item bag, it does actually show the text. So then screenshots of that started going around. Um, Realising that there would be some limit, the variable wasn't set anywhere, so it just showed uh, the variable waiting for it to be in input. But yeah, it was saying you can do X amount of remote raids per day. Uh, the leak that we've received recently has suggested that, that limit is six raids per day and that raid passes for remote raids will now cost 150 coins as opposed to 100. Uh, and then, yeah, Twitter and the software kind of blown up with us passed along that leak as well. It's been picked up by a few of the uh, NDA crew and that sort of thing. So yeah, I was we... very surprised to see. Yes, yeah, so go ahead. Okay, we'll go for it. Well, I was, say, I was very surprised to see the NDA crew retweeting us because they have a very strict do not interact with the miners mm. clause. <laughs> and like two or three of them like retweeted us. And I was like, uh, <laughs> are we going to get clearly, in trouble? They're clearly upset about this, aren't they? Yeah, they're, yeah, especially like Mystic Seven, who like does like hours long remote raid streams, right? And yeah, like, that's a lot of his income gone, really, like, isn't it? That's a, that's a, exactly, that's a lot of his income just fucking gone. Mm. Um, so first how credible do you so we, we know for sure so this confirms the leak from the last podcast that we talked about that they were planning on for march 1st for the new season planning on limiting remote raids that was making the rounds we talked about that before and we obviously shared our thoughts on that um but now that we allegedly sorry now that we have confirmation right mm -hmm. it, i think it there's no doubt it validates that this if they change their mind that's one thing but they have this was definitely their intention they wouldn't have pushed that if they didn't intend to do it at some point, right? Or they didn't discuss it. It's not like yeah. one of the game designers is like, you know what would be funny? I heard people like passing this rumor around. Let me just push it to the game real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not even like it can shit. be like, oh, Pokemon is just fake news because it was literally in game and anyone could go in and view it. Yeah, ex exactly. Which I'm pretty sure they didn't know it was going to go live because if they knew it was going to go live, um, they would have pushed a variable with it. And the fact mm. that there was no variable with it was like, okay, you clearly didn't know this was going to go live. You were trying to hide. You were trying to prepare for the season because they pushed a bunch of other season updates today. You were just preparing for the new season and you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that part is in, in, in just inarguable now, if that's a word. Uh, but what do you think of this? The, the numbers that we heard today? Um, the six raids and the 150 coins. I mean, it's what we were kind of expecting when we spoke about it last time, wasn't it? We thought it'd be somewhere between five and ten. Uh, and yep. we we're expecting it to go between 150 and 200 coins a ticket, so it falls very much in line with what we we're expecting. So it would not surprise me if it is accurate. Yeah. What about you, GM? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I'm surprised. I'm still surprised that the 150 coins is 150. I was expecting two to three. Remember, I was one on the higher end of um, yeah that. So, but but 150 is certainly a believable increase. Like I can certainly see them doing that six per day. That. <sighs> I mean, I believe it. Don't get me wrong. I, I certainly believe it. the current thought process at Niantic is six per day. I just don't get where six comes from. Six seems like such an odd number, but I don't know. Because they, they can't be, they can't have nice round numbers like five and ten. They have to just be a little <laughs> bit awkward. Maybe uh, because you can buy yeah, two like packs of I've... the three remote raid passes per day. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I think that's what uh, makes sense. Oh, yeah. That's true. It's two. Yeah, it's two packs. Yeah, it's, it's a good, very good point. But um, yeah, um, it's just it. That's is such six is such a low number. Like, 
I, I okay. I don't do that many per day. Like I, it's only when there's a new shiny legendary out that I will do. I mean, I, I've done forty or fifty per day when I've been trying to get a shiny legendary. Like freaking Palkia took me eighty or ninety raids to get a shiny, and I did them over two days, and they were all yeah. remote. Now you limit that to six. What? Like I'm screwed. It's such a low well, and, number, and I think that's exactly. I think that's exactly it. Is that if when because like th- there's a lot of discussion around this obviously right now on Twitter and, and and the issue I don't think is that it's how many you can do per day six per day like if you average out how many I do across the year then yeah that six per day is is f- objectively fine like I don't do six remote raids mm. per day spread that over the year fine the, it's exactly as you said it's the issue is when I do want something when I do remote raid I go hard for it and I do like hard like d- d- hundreds not hundred I'm not that not much of a whale <laughs> but I do like tens of them in a day right like yep. 40 50 a day you know and especially with you know remote raid discords it's just like okay like when raid stops spawning here i can like hop on to like the japanese servers and you know get some you know raid or australia you know from from you yep. as well like uh i can continue to raid like and i really enjoy being able to like you know when i want to go hard raiding into the evening and just you know it's just you know fun and mm. that just goes away that just completely goes away and i think it's going to create a lot of logistical issues because now it's no longer a matter of, Oh, I, I, I need help to, to do this, right? It's either I need help. Okay. Well, I don't have enough or I don't want to use my pass on that because I only have six of them today or I'm saving them for raid hour. I, I can't help, you know? Yep. Um, like I think of like, you know, all the, like the throwaway shinies, like, okay, a new shiny comes out one star or three star raids. Like, are people going to do them? Right. If, if it's the same time as like a new mega or a new, uh shinies and five stars like if you can only do six of these things are you going to do the one star or are you going to do the five star right yep and so that's just income that niantic is just losing like, it's not it's not a matter of like oh well i'll, I'll do more of them it's like oh no i just i'm losing more and because niantic definitely thinks that like oh this will force people out back out you know and that's just not how it'll work people will just no. give up like we talked about last time yeah yeah and also as well like they keep saying oh we don't need to have the uh classic cups anymore because xl candy is accessible but actually if you look at mm-hmm. the average amount of time of raid bosses around now is about a week so yep. you could do six raids per day seven days a week and let's say you manage to get six candies every single time Six XLs, which is very unlikely. It's not going to happen. That's still enough candy. They max out level fifty. Yeah, that's a good point. And Niantic's answer would be just get out, just go out and meet your local community trainer. You yeah, can do more if you just go out. Cool, my community is that just that doesn't happen. People don't go out and raid anymore. They're not going to. They're people are like, why am I disrupting my life to play a game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think that's. I mean, it's just like remote work. In you know, like me personally and a lot of other people, it's just like okay, like the pandemic has taught us, like there are better ways to do the things that we've always thought was just the way you do it. And now that you learn the better way, it's like, oh, why would I go back to the shittier way when yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, this is just better. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a matter of like me being entitled or me being, it's just like, I, I, like, would you like to have a worse life experience, Marty? Oh, no. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> And at, at what uh, point yeah, does TPC step in? Like, I know, like, Joe from Cerebi, he has said 
TPC don't care how Niantic run their game. Day to day. They do force certain events on them, but they don't care generally. But at some point, they're going to have to care because this is money that goes to them as well. The TPC's pocket. Like, it, yeah. yeah, like, surely it's not just a, you know, a, here's a fixed license fee. It's going to be a percentage of what Niantic bring in. And Niantic are going to be bringing in next to zero compared to what they would be bringing in in 2021 at the peak of everyone playing yeah. remotely. Like, um, and at some point, TPC are going to have to step in and say, hey, you know, what's going on here? We've, you know, we you were making a crap ton of money. Now we're only making a quarter of a crap ton of money. We want that crap ton back. Or, or TPC, I don't know what their agreements look like, but it would be hilarious if TPC can as like a flux deal where they're like, okay, you're not pulling your weight. We're going to start charging you more for the license. And so they make it so it's not worth it for Niantic to continue to develop the game because they're paying so much to TPC. But um, then they've, they've got the issue of there's this new product probably launching on Pokemon Day, I expect, uh, which is going to be heavily integrated into Pokemon Go. Yeah. Well, and this is, this is what I... Like, I know that obviously this wasn't a blog post, right? Um, but like fucking don't be stupid like you put regardless of like the six a day league like you pushed the text like the text we were going to report on it right i don't think it would have gotten as big without the six leak and without the screenshot of being in game mm. but it like after the disaster of hoentor why did you think this was the optimal time to yeah. everyone's already pissed off your sales are down th- 20 to 30 percent year over year people are dropping off people are really upset with the game and you thought, you know what would be a good time to fucking push these texts so that Pokemoners would report on it? Right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, like, what are you doing? Well, cl- <sighs> clearly they're expecting so, Global Hoenn to be so bad that this is a good distraction for them. Yeah, I, it, it'll be really interesting going into Hoenn Because, like, I was already thinking people are going to go into Hoenn with a really sour attitude based on the in vegas and now it's like people are going to go into it with a very sour attitude because of hoentor and because they know that this is gonna be the last time they can remote raid yep. without yep. being fucking railed up the ass <laughs> like ah, uh, i don't i don't know what they're thinking like and and so granted and like i saw and i also wanted to say i said this on twitter and reddit and i just wanted to say it here as well uh is that i saw a lot of people saying that we're the ones that leaked the six remote raid pass Thing. And and just to again, just to clarify, we don't know where this came from. We don't know if it's legitimate. We the only thing we can confirm is the text were pushed with an unknown variable. We can't confirm the price increase. The only thing we know for sure is that Niantic as intense in the text at least to limit how many you can do per day. The six and the hundred and fifty that is from a source that um, uh, I double check ha- doesn't have a track record. They're a fairly new account in our Discord server. They've only reported this leak, um, but I'm also aware that the last six months has been from new accounts ha- that have leaked things, and they've always been bang on from the last six months. And so it's either the same person making new accounts and then leaking it in our Discord server so they don't get caught, or um, there's multiple outlets for these. Um, so the leak could be completely bullshit. Um, the other thing that was in that leak that no one's talking about because obviously no one cares about this is that the sparkly lore is the called the golden lore and it'll be revealed uh for the festival of color festival of colors event and that's how you get gold gold or gimme gold um that was also part of the same leak so 
which also seems plausible to me, um, which also gives credibility to this leak, I think. So I don't, we'll see. But um, we don't know where this came from. Um, and so uh, we'll see if this comes true or not. But uh, if it's wrong, uh, sorry for resharing this leak <laughs> is basically what I'm getting at. Uh, and hopefully it's okay. Lou, Lou gave up. Lou got so pissed off he just quit the chat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully his computer didn't die and the recording didn't get lost. Mm. Uh, so I guess we'll finish this up. Uh, hopefully he's okay. Because um, I don't want to rant about this again <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to uh, rant again. You can oh, just have um, Lou record little bits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And just cut them into the recording. <laughs> That's true. I have my recording. <laughs> that is in. Uh, okay. Well, I guess unless there's anything else you wanted to add, I guess we can just wrap this up and then check in with Lou uh, if he's dead or not. Oh, he's completely offline. I think he's lost his power. I think he's gone. Well, um, rip his recording. I'm gonna. Yeah, maybe his maybe his computer blue screened again. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we lost his recording. Fuck. Okay. Well, <laughs> what worst you get to hear GM and I. Uh, We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. I guess I'll do the closing. Do you want to do the closing? No. Normally Lou does the closing. What do we do? Normally Lou does it. Last <laughs> time I tried, I failed miserably. I do not want to embarrass myself like that again. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do the closing then. Okay. Uh, oh man. Fucking real time podcasting. All right. Thank you very much everyone for listening. Um, thank you to all of our Ko-Fi members. Uh, if you bought a pin or if I obviously met you at GoFast, thank you so much. Um, if you bought us a pickaxe, if you uh, sent anything, uh, just like one-off donations, thank you so, so much. That's really, we really appreciate it. Uh, thanks to our top lifetime supporters, including Leak Duck, PV Poke, Amardunce, and Mikey. Um, you guys are awesome. Thank you for all your support. Uh, if you want to support us, check us out at our Ko-Fi page um, or follow us on Twitter at Pokey underscore Miners and in our Discord, uh, discord.gg slash Pokey Miners. Uh, for all the latest updates and apparently leaks get dropped in the general chat uh, from random people <laughs> that have been proven to be accurate. So if you want uh, to spew through the random noise in that in the general, uh, there's leaks in there too, I guess. So yay. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much, everyone. Um, and uh, hopefully you hear this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bye. everyone. See ya.